Hello and thank you for joining me in Soft Talks Photography Podcast. We're on another topic today and our topic is of course how to get yourself into photography. So how to get started with photography. That's an interesting option. Many people out there may be thinking, you know what, I want to get really amazing photos. I want to take it up a level. How does that work? How can that get you more into photography? Well, in this episode, I'm going to cover off a few little options for you. We're going to look at how that journey can play out, how you can become a great photographer. It doesn't have to be professional. It can be a hobby. You can enjoy taking photographs of a specific thing and get really famous. Do you remember that guy who did loads of photos of those toys, like the Star Wars characters, Christmas period, where they were climbing up trees and he made them in certain ways? That's something really off normal path, but it actually works quite well. So if you're thinking about photos and you're thinking about cameras, you're thinking about getting great video, because that is something that can also be a side, not a side thing to your main job so we'll, we'll have a look at that today so we're going to discuss that and see what we can do with that so again thank you for joining appreciate the regular listeners and viewers i have got a live q and a today so i will be taking questions along the way uh, you can reach out on social media at any point drop your questions if you're listening on the podcast at zolf photography and i'll pick those up and make sure to answer it in the next show so again live q and a helping you get into photography so let's start here shall we what would be the first step for getting you kind of in the in the swing of things if you're thinking about photography and you're like you know what i've been taking photographs I like taking photographs, but I don't know how to take it to the next level. So why am I talking about this? Well, I've taken photographs as a hobby for a long amount of time. When I say long amount of time, you're looking close to 14, 15 years. And originally, I started it as a hobby. So I kind of like, oh, you know, what? I, I enjoy taking photos. I picked up my first camera. And guess what that camera was? Yes, it was a Canon why did I pick Canon? That's like a whole topic in itself, isn't it? We'll have a, we'll have a discussion about it. So what we'll say is, uh, in terms of cameras, when you're looking for your camera, you won't buy Canon for a particular reason. You won't buy Nikon or Sony or any of those. If you're new to photography, you're going to basically think, you know what, I want to spend X amount on a camera. You're going to be most likely, if it's a hobby, you've got savings and you're like okay i've got 400 set aside 500 set aside i want to buy a camera i want the camera to be the best camera ever that's like the natural thing that you think of when you want to buy a camera at the time you'll think you know what i'm putting 400 into this that's a lot of money for a camera but then you start looking you'll be like wait a minute there's cameras out there for like 1200 dollars 1500 dollars 2000 why i just want a photo camera and you start looking at all the little bits, you're like, oh, okay. So that camera does 4K video. It's got amazing eye focusing. It's got there, 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 there. Or you've got two slots for memory cards. So you can, you're like, wait a minute. I don't need all that fancy stuff when I'm starting. So don't get into that trap. If you already know the direction you want to go and you're making it a profession, then maybe okay. But if you're starting like I did many, many years ago, you can set aside amount. Make sure the amount is a good amount. So when I say good, what do I mean by that? There's occasions where you might have a saving of, say, two or three hundred. And you think, okay, that's quite a healthy amount of money. It is. But in the realm of photography and DSLR cameras, that kind of money, keep saving. Because that kind of money, if you buy a camera that's not very good, you might end up buying a bridge camera. A bridge is basically like not a point-and-shoot camera, not a DSLR camera. That's like your middle ground. And the photos you get with that might be very similar to what you'll get from a mobile phone. So in that scenario, keep your money, keep saving, keep your eye on a DSLR camera that you want to buy. 
so kind of hone in on one there's plenty of videos online youtube everywhere you can see what cameras people buy what cameras people start with you can check reddit there's a great community the photography community where you can ask questions so kind of do your research and then you'll be like okay actually you know what? i had 300 maybe i need to save and get about 600 which is a solid amount to get a camera which i will start with and the first camera you buy that you start with trust me that's the camera you'll have forever even when you get new cameras, you'll be like, oh, yeah, that's so, nos what's the word, nostalgic? Is, is it nostalgic when you have like a camera that you originally used and you carry it? Yeah, so I use the 500D, which is a T1i. And then I bought my second camera, which is here, and I still have my second camera. I used it for live streaming. I used it for video, I used it for photo. So luckily, it did all three. It's not an expensive camera. Equivalent camera to this today would be something like a Canon T7 camera. And you're looking at what 500 ish dollars for that kind of camera, so it's not breaking the bank, it's still a big chunk of money if you're considering it as a hobby. But it's an investment into your hobby. There's other things like if you have a hobby of say you want to do, I don't know, kickboxing or you want to do some martial arts, or you want to go to the gym, there's still an element of money involved there because what you will do is you'll spend money to get your kit, get the subscription, all those little things. So anything you go into, you're going to have to have some type of money kind of getting into it, as they call it. I'm going to quickly bring up one of the cameras that I'm talking about to give you an idea of this. So T7, $479 as of today. I've just looked on Amazon to see how much it's listed at. So we're going to look at that quickly and say, if that's a good camera to start off with, we're going to say $500 is what we want to save that's our goal getting into photography that's goal in terms of progression but wait a minute i don't want to spend that i've already got a mobile phone should i use my mobile phone yes you should and how you want to do that is to see if your mobile phone you're using at the moment is doing well for you if you're taking loads of people take amazing photographs with their mobile phone so that, that's a big thing where you can say, actually, wait a minute, I'm going to use a mobile phone. And what we'll do, we'll have a look. What kind of photos have I been taking recently? So I've been doing some uh, RJ45 cable rewiring in the house, Cat6. I've got pictures of my dog, which you can, if you're watching live, you can see that. Uh, dog photos and here we go, Max, Maxus Meridius. And that's basically what's on my uh, phone at the moment. Dog photos and... Um, some video clips for some work I did so there so that that kind of scenario okay so now I know I'm doing a lot of portraiture type photos so in that example if you're not sure look at your most frequent photos that tells you what kind of photos you're taking which means you can look at cameras specifically for that purpose so if I'm doing mainly portrait type work like dog photos and normal day-to-day -day photos what would be a good camera t7 is a good camera it's a good camera to start off with. It's going to give you under $500. You get a kit lens, which will work very well to get you started in the photo scenario. In addition to that, what else? So you're getting into photos. Have you got a place you're going to? Have you got a mental map of, okay, I'm taking photos for five to six months. I'm going to improve my quality. And then I want to start getting photos that people buy from me. Like, for example, you want to sell them online. You want to do shuttlestock type scenario where you take photographs and people buy them on a commission basis. You want to take weddings. You want to do, you'd have to find a niche. Try and find a specific area you're focusing on and then make your skills better around that. Loads of courses online to help you get better in photography. And it's very easy now to find and learn yourself. A few years ago, it wasn't, not a few, more than a few years ago. Online courses have built up better and better. Skillshare, Udemy, Teachable, everywhere, YouTube even. You've got loads of options there to self-teach yourself what you want to do. But the best way of doing it is taking your camera out, taking photographs and learning from each photo. So when it comes to getting started with photography, it's not hard. It's very easy. You get yourself, well, you don't even have to get yourself a camera. You can use your mobile phone everybody is already a photographer if you've got a mobile phone you've taken photos you've taken selfies 
for your profiles and you're like ah you know what that didn't look that good let me take another one oh that didn't look that good let me take another one oh wow i was outside on a cloudy day and i took a photo and it looked really good so a photographer will be thinking ah wait let me think about that was that because i didn't have harsh light and the clouds diffused the light so it made it nice and even which made the photo look nicer so if you break down each photo that you like, try and remember where you took it, how you took it. That will help you a lot. So photography, photos, everybody's a great photographer. It's just when it gets to a different level where you consistently deliver great photos is when you're going to be a professional. So for example, taking 30 photos and getting two great photos, that's fine for Instagram selfies. But if you're hired to take a product shoot of products, you need to whack products after one after another consistently good looking. And that's where you have to adapt your environment, lighting, make sure everything is lit in the right way so you can multiply regenerate photographs with an amazing look, field of view, background. You don't want somebody's website having some photos that look out of scale and some out of scale because you are focusing on your lens and you are mistakenly zooming in and out slightly which makes a difference in the depth of field as well as the view of the item. So that's where things like prime lenses, you got one length, one number. So all these little things are like little tips to help you if you're thinking about starting in photography. But the journey of how to start in photography is basically down to you. How well you take photographs, what your journey plan is, where do you want to go with it. And then once you've nailed your idea, taking photographs of products I want to do a website photos you set yourself up you set up a profile the work you do it's very important to share it because if you don't share it and it stays on your mobile phone it stays on your camera it stays on your hard drive nobody's seeing that the minute you start sharing photographs on social media that's where things will start to happen you'll automatically see people liking commenting oh yeah how did you do that photo what is this photo so it's like getting you, not validation, but getting what as people are doing out there and if that works for you. And if it works for you, then you can make yourself even better the next time around and work towards that. So cameras wise, I'm going to say a few camera options for you. So the T7 was a good option that we looked at as a starter. But how about if you don't want a big bulky camera, maybe you're doing some vlogging and you want something a bit smaller. There are other cameras out there which don't have to be as intense. So you could have little point and shoot mirrorless type cameras that work very well as well. So let me give you an example of something like that. Sony released a camera recently that's quite an interesting option. It's aimed towards vlogging and online creators. I'll have you a little look at that and we'll have a look at that price as well. Just to give you an idea of what can we expect to pay. And again, it's not too expensive. I'm purposely showing you good budget options because if you're starting, you probably don't want to invest a lot of money and you're kind of testing the waters. So the Sony ZV-1, under $700. So the first camera we looked at was like under 500. This is under 700. So again, this is the base. You've got a camera. You can take additional photographs. You're going to get a dedicated camera for photos you're building yourself up as you go along you're gonna say ah you know what I like that but I want to get more better photos how can I get better photos then you start looking at lenses you start looking at light you start looking at learning about aperture shutter speed if you're not familiar with that if you're coming from mobile phone or digital cameras that might be like a whole new learning journey for you but again it's not not difficult it's something that you can think about it's like anything in life if you spend enough time doing something and you don't give up you're gonna get better because each time you're getting better and better and better it's like doing a push-ups have you seen that push-ups challenge where people are doing the push-ups to that song up down up down something something but yeah it's like a song and it basically trains you to go up and down your core is getting better so the more you do it your arms are getting improved do it a couple of days later after you have a rest you'll get a bit better Keep doing it, do extra push-up every single day. And by the end of the week, you'll be doing like 10, if you started at two or three or something. So it's, it's one of those that as you get better, 
your knowledge gets better your eye will get better you'll spot photos that look good and you'll be like ah okay looking back and also one massive one is keep your old photographs i deleted some of my old photographs thinking they're horrendous but if i had those now i could look back and think oh my god look that's where i started and now the progression is amazing and bmw invader i bought a 7d mark ii great camera and never used it because it was too big it was inconvenient to use every day that's a great point anything smaller you could recommend i was looking a mirrorless sony yes we're actually looking at a camera right now which came out recently i, I wouldn't probably recommend it well i would let me we'll have a look what kind of photos do you like to take do you want to take it everywhere with you this camera here but to be honest when i was originally shooting back in the day i, I was looking at the 7d the normal version because mark ii came out later on and I bought this camera so if you think the 7d is big you're gonna think this is quite big as in size so you're probably looking at like you said mirrorless Sony this camera here is a solid camera do you have any lenses with your Canon at the moment because if you do you could look at a couple of other cameras which are smaller so this camera recent release great for vlogging you've got a good option there for video and you can see it's not massive it's like a, a point and shoot, but it packs a bit of a punch. You're looking at close to like $700. But in addition to that, I would probably look at something like the... And just random pictures. Okay, in that case, you would probably do well with... Um, well, if you're looking Sony, that's fine. But I would get an M50. That's like a solid camera that I like. Let me show you this one as well. That's, there's your two options. You can go Sony ZV-1, the new one. Um, you can't really change lenses on that. It's a built-in microphone. It does okay. It's like they, there's a camera. But I would say this one is a bit more solid because as you get better, you can get it in black or white. It comes in two colors. So there. That's the Canon EOS M50. Solid camera. More compact. It's got a flip-out screen. And you can change lenses on there as you progress. So it's not as big. But if you want anything smaller than that, you're probably better off using your mobile phone. Because the point and shoot cameras these days are not excellent. And a lot of cameras these days, like if you've got an iPhone 12 or something, they'll do really well. Uh, I weigh a cheap 50mm and 70-200. Ah, okay. Yeah, you can convert those lenses to this camera. So you can buy an adapter and use those lenses if you're planning to keep the, the lenses. So here is the M50 and this works very well. I like it, it's a solid camera, like a small compact camera. I was gonna buy this camera, but I brought a different one, which is bigger, basically, because I was using it for live streaming. But yeah, I reckon if you're shooting, that that's a nice camera. A lot of people suggest this camera, I do like it. Uh, alternative to that, you can get like a Lumix from Canon, uh, Panasonic, but that's gonna be more like point and shoot territory. Let's have a look at one of those so let's check yeah you've got something like this like this is like proper point and shoot cameras see that there that's smaller so it depends which way you want to go we're looking at a lumix uh, dc 20 megapixel 4k digital camera touch enabled so it's a it's got a viewfinder as well eye viewfinder but yeah there's three options there to have a look at to see which ones work out for you in addition to that what else would i say so it's gonna be kind of it depends which direction you take this now because if you start getting really good you'll need a couple of cameras like one camera is never enough you're gonna have like a, a crop camera and then you're gonna look at a you look at a full frame camera and you're gonna be okay so i do low light photos this camera doesn't do as well in low light it's a crop sensor it's slightly older so the in low light it looks a bit grainy that won't matter in most cases because most people are like oh it's fine it's using for you know social media or um photos for family and stuff it's all right but if you're gonna do any printing or professional stuff then you can look at full frame cameras and that makes like a big difference because you will see the cameras will be bigger they tend to be bigger because obviously they're housing a bigger sensor in there 
and they perform better in low light and high ISOs and it feels a little bit different that camera with that lens that camera with that lens if I put the same lens on both cameras they look different in terms of how they work so that kind of helps explain how to get started with photography uh, Spare Falcon thank you good question 1300D solid cameras I think the the one camera I looked at before I was suggesting the T7 that's the 2000D they call it like different numbers in different countries 1300 that's a good camera I'd say it's a beginner camera nothing wrong with the camera you can take amazing photos with it and it's pretty equivalent to that because this is like 22, 24 megapixels and it's a crop sensor which the 1300D as well is so it's like the starter range so they do well and that's a good camera to start with because it's fairly cheap you can use it in many scenarios you can change the lenses on it even the 1100D, 1200D in that series are like good starter cameras they all work nice to get good photos it's a DSLR it's dedicated for photos so overall you're going to get some great pictures with it and you've got more options there to learn different settings on there as well AE1, ooh yes K100, I'm not familiar with the K100, let me have a look at the K100 is that from Canon or is that from a... let me see which one that is K100, is that like a film camera or something? I have to have to look at it to see what it looks like it'll ring bells oh Pentax K100 I'm just doing a search for one. That's like Pentax. That's like old school, old school, isn't it? Yeah, Pentax. Uh, the army, army use Pentax cameras. So they do like they have their own uh, photographer for you know when they follow them around. And they use the, the Pentax because they, they make some good cameras for like waterproofness and robustness. You can throw them about and they do quite well. 1000. Oh, well, let me put 1000 in. Is that newer? K1000. Oh, okay. That's like the old Russian type cameras, like the big. Is it? Not. Yeah, it's going to be film, isn't it? 35mm. That's probably why I'm not too familiar with it. I'm more of the DSLR type, uh, the newer DSLRs, but that that looks really nice though. Bring it up on screen. There. It looks like what cameras should look like. That looks beautiful. Yeah, gone are the days where you used to have film and you like take photos and wait for them to be developed. The old old times. But a lot of people still shoot film. You can't get that same feel in digital. But a lot of people do use the old vintage lenses, like the M42 mount, the uh, M42 the screw mount for Pentax. I've got adapters that I can use those lenses on my DSLR camera just to give it a bit more of a vintage feel. And them those lenses were a bit more robustly built as well. So they're actually good compared to like the plastic lenses you get of these days. <laughs> Makes you think that older stuff is built to last but it's funny how newer stuff's becoming more plasticky but it costs more money <laughs> but then again inflation i suppose call it inflation canon 60d yes 80d solid 90d solid as well for video great cameras even the older canons to find i use this for i use this one for ages for live streaming and you'll see that's equivalent to like an american t2i but it doesn't have a face focusing, which is why I changed it to the camera I use now. But I did loads of live streams on Reddit and YouTube, six, five, six hundred videos with this camera. And I still have it. I can still take photographs with it. I would easily work on a 70 to 200 on that 2.8 and do fashion photos. It's like a lot of people buy newer cameras. If you have a need for them, great. Some of these cameras you can't get anymore. 
CGI yes I have set up the multi view and the best thing about it is it's on it's on a remote so for example if I do F1 I'll go over there F2 over here F6 brings you to my desktop and then I can go one step further and do I'm showing uh, online for my podcast listeners just how the transitions take place on the live stream so now I can do that and it'll automatically loop through every three to ten three seconds four seconds five seconds so it kind of I cannot worry about it yes so there's a few ways of setting this up you can use a number of software uh, it's more of a setup it's probably take like five six years to perfect the setup I'm not using a, a stream deck I'm not using a Elgato system or anything like that it's more of like a, a hacked system you could say um, so yeah you'll need something like this to start off with because you need to get your feed into the the live stream so you need to get a HDMI capture card plug in your camera and then the rest of its software and it gets interesting Sony's are well everybody loves Sony I don't mind Sony cameras the a7 III a lot of people go on about that on YouTube it's meant to be like the be all and end all mirrorless cameras the good thing is Sony have been around for ages I used to have I still have this is a Sony camera up here pointing straight down when it loops around you'll see that but it does well there Sony um, but yeah Sony good cameras there's nothing wrong with them Canon Sony Nikon Pentax Panasonic if you get a similar year camera they all are very solid cameras here's one we've got one up here a7 III I'll show you when it loops around the mirrorless digital camera with 28-70 SanDisk card as well you get with it only thing I don't like about it is it has a jigglies oh they've changed it on that one Normally, has a jiggly little things that you put your strap on. But yes, all solid cameras. So I look over here. Let me turn that switch off now because I'm going to confuse people when it auto switches around and keeps switching. The question if I'm live or not, then. There we go. Okay. Let's see what we've got here. You guys have some good knowledge on cameras. Let me get this out of the way because I can't type then. Okay, we've got another suggestion of another good camera for video. Is that like the Canon of oh, 300? Let's have a look at that one. Is that the, is that the point and shoot camera you mean? Is it this one minute? that no must be that uh, is it that oh oh one minute I think I've got another one here ah yeah point and shoot cameras it'll be as good as a mobile phone I'm assuming Twelve megapixels. See more. Yeah, I'll compare it to a mobile phone. Oh, okay. That says E Alf three hundred. Is that the same name? HS. HS. Yeah, it's the same name as you've put. But it says PowerShot. But yes, I think there's a, a few options there.
But yeah, Panasonic do back in 2012 they were ahead of their time. Still now, very usable for vlogging. Yeah, there's still a few options from Canon that you have, you can use for vlogging, which are nice. G7, I think it is, solid camera. I've got a set of notifications here. Okay. So that looks alright. But yeah, how are we doing for time? Okay. So we'll have a look at a few more cameras in terms of starting in with photography and see where else we go with this. So I'm going to bring it back over here. I'll start looking at the specs on cameras now. And I end up, I end up going quiet because I'm looking at specs. So we looked at the 2000D, which is a T7. We looked at the Sony Alpha A7. You're starting in photography. You're probably not going to want to spend thousands of dollars. So maybe an option like a, a point and shoot camera would be good. So in that example, use your mobile phone. Because <laughs> these mobile phones these days, they're not as comparable to DSLR cameras. But you can do very well for the newer cameras, which they have like multiple lenses. Samsung use the wrap stabilizer and ship warp stabilization. Oh, is that the Samsung phones? Or is that your cameras as well? Okay. So we looked at the A7. Ooh, what's this one? A7C. This looks like Fujifilm style. So that styling's a bit better. So we've got the mirrorless A7C. They've tried to go with like the kind of, oh, it's not bad, it's not bad. I reckon you could pull that off. But the Fuji films are a whole new, let's go Fuji. Uh, see, if you want to get that kind of look, you want to get, there, that's what you want to get. So I've bought the X-T3, that's kind of like the, futuristic equivalent to the old school camera look with all the dials on the top and that see that looks quite you know so sometimes with the Fuji's you end up paying for like the looks of the camera as opposed to but I do like the hmm but again if you're starting in photography that's not going to be an option maybe Something more like the A60, the 6000 series, like the 6300, 6400, they're all good cameras. But again, there you're looking at the cameras which are like mirrorless cameras. So they're going to be good overall. They're going to perform well for you. Let me have a look at, let me bring that up on the screen. Where's that one there? So we've got the Canon cameras. We've got, okay, we've got A6000. A lot of people like these. And they're nice options to keep you kind of shooting. It's got a little flippy screen in the back, but it doesn't flip around, it's like a tilty flippy. Right, oh yes. But I'm, I'm, I'm a big fan of the G7 for like a small, small, oh, there we go. See, the, even the Panasonic, that's like a solid camera as well. It's not, it's not going to break the bank, it's a Lumix G7 4K digital camera. Panasonic's been around for ages, so the Lumix is a great camera, Sony's a great camera. I wonder if, let me let me check Pentax, because I know someone is talking Pentax. What's the latest from Pentax in DSLRs? Ultra compact, weatherproof, that's why the army use these. Weather sealed, they're like very utilitarian. K70 is like the one that I remember seeing. I saw a documentary and the army uh, use them for their like press photographers that, you know, when they do their army press photos. K70. And overall, it's basically a DSLR camera, just the manufacturer name. Look at that, in-body in shake reduction, 4.5 steps. It's not messing about here, people. Pick yourself up a Pentax. Um, and yeah, it's not expensive. What, under $800? Come on now, that for a pro camera. That if you're doing any type of outdoor work, sports, that would be a good option for you. Get solid lenses, but then do they have a good line of lenses to go alongside the cameras is the question. Because obviously Canon has loads of options for lenses, so you'll be alright there. 
So getting started with photography is going to be, I'm mainly talking about gear here, it doesn't have to be gear. Once you get one solid camera, start using your existing camera and use it in ways where you find the limitations for the camera. So you're like, oh actually, you know what, it did well, but when it was dark, it didn't do that good. It's Lumix G5, that's another good one. Uh, can you please suggest the best DSLR between 600 to 900? I'm an amateur and my main purpose is for YouTube videos and occasional photography. Spare Falcon, pick yourself up at Canon M50 Mark II. It's between that range. It might be under that actually. We looked at it today. Let me bring it up. Um, it's here. It's like $600. It's a solid camera. You can do uh, mouse calendar, the Pentax. No. It's water resistant, but you can't use it underwater without a waterproof case. If you're referring to the Pentax that I was looking at. Moose mouse calendar. You'd have to get like a, a DSLR waterproof case, which looks like this DSLR waterproof case. There's like plastic versions of Mm, that's like a cheap cheap version of one. That's like a pouch version, but you need something better than that. Are you thinking about doing like um, scuba diving and stuff? Because it's like a hard case, like a you know, like GoPros have a case. You can get a DSLR cases like that. So that would be 100% waterproof then. Um, Spare Falcon, you want an M50? I'm gonna bring you up one now. M50, something like this. That's the older version. Nice, that's a Mark II. Mark II. So $700, you got yourself a Mark II. That would be a solid camera. You've got video, you've got photo, you can live stream with it. So YouTube would be perfect. If you want to spend a bit more, you can get the SL3, which is another solid camera there. Uh, but it states that it resists to water. Yes, but it's not going to be good underwater, under pressure. So if it's raining, it's weather sealed, which is different to waterproof. So for example, this camera is water sealed and it's waterproof. Waterproof. If it rains and I'm using the photo camera, it'll be fine. If I go and dip it in a bucket of water, that's a totally different scenario. So you need to be careful of that. Julian, he has made it. Where you been, Julian? We have been looking at Sony's today. And the reason we did that is to prove putting cannons alongside Sony's. Showing people that how good cannons are, you know, basically. We're, we've got a few in there. I had a look at some of them. I like the new Sony over here. Where's it gone? That. Wait, you're not seeing that. Let me show you that. That. I like that, but come on, that that's copying the Canon M50, isn't it? It's very similar to the M50, so I think Sony's starting to copy uh, Canon. You know, it's okay. We, we'll take it as a compliment that you know they're copying us. Uh, but yeah, Spare Falcon, does that answer your question? You got the M50 from Canon. You've got. You can even get this Sony to be honest. It's a good is aimed at vlogging people. And this is like under seven hundred dollars. So that's another solid camera. For your type of thing, you can go down Canon, you can go down Panasonic, you can go get a Sony. In that price point they'll all be similar, as in not gonna be a massive difference. Uh, what type of uh, work are you looking to do, Mouse Calendar? If you're doing underwater, pick up a GoPro, if it's for video, that'd be fine. Unless you're doing it professionally, and it has to be a certain quality, what was your intended purpose for it? Um, no, thank you, for Spare Falcon. Hopefully you start your journey. Get yourself a camera. You've got a good budget. You've got a solid budget. Between that money... That's like the right amount of money to have. Anything lower than that, you'll get cameras that aren't quite there. Like, you get stuff like this. Still a good camera, but you don't get certain features that you would get in the cameras that I showed you. Like, you'll get auto-focusing, which is very important. Like, you'll focus on your eye and do quite nicely. So that's a good, a good option. 
Okay, in addition to that, we're saying uh, XT Fuji. We looked at Fujifilm as well, Julian. Come on now. It's like looking at cameras that work very well. Actually, surprisingly, looking at my carousel, I've got a lot of Sony's in today. I've got A6100, I've got the A5100, I've got the Sony Alpha A6100 twice because it's a bundle deal and a non bundle deal. I've got the A6600, the A7. I can't believe I've got that many Sony's in my carousel. What is going on? But then again, it evens out with the cannons. We've got all the cannon glass. So it, it makes it nice and even there. The Panasonic's, solid cameras, Lumix, M50. Ah, in that case, you could look at what would be good how how deep is the water because that'd be important and will you be going underwater to take the photos as in geared up not that deep 20-30 feet and do the images have to be a certain quality as in I reckon if you get a yeah you'll need a DSLR because if you're doing surveys and things you want to be able to see but then the big they're not mm, let's let's see a DSLR case You could, but it's going to be fiddly, but you could get away with the camera and then something like, something like that. I'm looking for the plastic version, but I can't see it. So that, basically, the camera goes inside that, it seals up, 12 megapixels. Okay, you could go down the route of, let's get a GoPro, because the, the pictures on those are solid. And you're definitely getting GoPro, um, um, tw you get 12 GoPro, I'll get the 9 maybe. Let's have a look at the 9. Yeah, because the money you're going to spend on uh, a DSLR, you can pick up a nice kit here and that will do you solid at the rating that you're looking at. So they get you good quality images. It's probably what twenty megapixels, so you're above your twelve, and they're they're quite good for photos. As in, you get like the overall gist of everything. If you're looking for detailed shots, that's different. But the large items and which way things are going, and buildings and structures, you'll be fine. And it's not that bad, it's only what, uh, 462? Uh, I can find you one on sale. I can find you one, because normally on this listings we can find recent offers. If I do GoPro. Ooh, yes. I found you one 13% off. Can I do better than that though? There must be another, the nine, ooh, six, 33% off. But is the six waterproof without the case? That's the question. Because it gets fiddly in the case. 
But if you get waterproof with that, let's have a look at this one. That's 13%, but we can do better than that. It's the 33%. It's a Hero 6 though. 4K. Okay, let's try Let's look at that one. So we're going to basically find a camera for photos, which will be waterproof underwater and give us decent photos, because it's going to give you good... Um, yes, Julian, good question, because what happens is with some of the cameras, the ratings, they're more waterproof in the case. So I'm trying to find one with the case. Let me bring you that one. Oh, that's renewed. Uh, okay, that's why that one's cheaper. Okay, the one I put in the carousel, renewed basically means refurbished, kind of. But you're saving 33% on that one. Let me check the... The one I use, I use it in the case. And if it's in the case, you're solid waterproof. I've had that in like beach, deep, deep canoeing and stuff, and that's been fine. And then it also depends on the case because I've got different cases rated at different levels. So you want to get the right option. So at your rating, you'll be fine. Let me bring you. Okay, that one that I listed is not the best one. Let me bring you another one. Let's go edit that. Let's get rid of that one. Because ideally, I don't want to get you a second hand. Because that's renewed. It's like a refurbished. We want to get you a new one. Okay, return to live stream. Let me add in uh, the waterproof rate. So if I do... But a lot of the newer ones are rated. The Hero 3 comes in the case, but that's like old school. We're going to get you a new one, oh. Hero 4, Silver. Let me check. Ooh, GoPro Max. 360. That looks nice, but it's not an alpha. GoPro 9. Okay, let's check that. Oh, transmits, okay. But you, you, you record it onto the card unless you want a Wi-Fi and use it via a separate signal. That's a different option. So we look at this kit. 5% off, but it comes with the full kit. So this way you can strap it to yourself and go down and do a video and do photos. So let me bring up this one. Will this be a good option for you though? So Hero 8. Got the various mounts. It comes in a case. That's a good price. Okay, Hero 8, black digital action camera, waterproof. It's 12 megapixels, so it's what you wanted. It's a little bit cheaper. It's 5% off. It's under $370. So there's just, I'll pick that up there. Um, mouse calendar. Add that to your basket. You can buy that now. You'll get that as soon as they deliver it to your location. And that'll be waterproof. So you're sorted there. Because the alternative would have been to go down the route of getting a DSLR camera and then a waterproof case for that. But that'll get quite expensive quite quick. And it'll be a bit more cumbersome like doing it in the case. Whereas this one is just snap, snap, snappity snap. Um... Yeah, I think you're gonna. Yeah, I think Julian's talking about something else there. Mouse calendar. He's mentioning about how far the distance would be, but underwater, that's obviously the mass of the waters. You you can't be doing that. You're gonna record onto your SD card, memory card, and then when you come up, you can put it onto your computer and download it, photos or video. But that, that's a good option. And you get a full accessory kit as well. And the accessory kit is quite handy because if you're underwater and you're doing any type of surveying or even like looking about, you can use the mounting system here for your chest or your head. So it's like you're totally hands-free and then you can just clip the camera off 
and then get close-up photos and things as well. So like a nice both worlds. But what memory card will you need to that? Let's get you a memory card on that. I would say micro SD. Actually, that's renewed as well. That's why it's cheaper. But yeah, a lot of these cameras are either they've re renewed bit here, but that basically means they've had the cameras, they've been opened and then they've been sent back or something along those lines. That's when they normally have that renewed. So Amazon renewed store, but you get a better price. So it's like, it's an option to think about. Like new. Okay, what is it? Shop like new refurbished products on Amazon renewed. Pre-owned products on Amazon renewed have been inspected and tested by qualified suppliers to work and look like new and come with the Amazon renewed guarantee. So yeah, that's what renewed means. Let's have a look at some other options here. That's kind of giving you the few different variants in uh, photo and video for underwater. We'll do that would be quite nicely though. It's not a bad option. Uh, so what was the outcome of your discussion, Julian? What did you end up deciding then? What was the the be all and end all of that Wi-Fi underwater business? So yeah, that be your look at those options there for you. What else have we got? Let me bring up a few more. Because if you want GoPro, that's good. But there are other options out there. So if you wanted like a... Let's see what those options are. That would do as well. Brands that I would buy would be DJI. DJI have a, a solid action camera. Let's have a look at that. Underwater waterproof, 36 feet. That's a solid camera as well. But I do prefer the GoPro colors, I'll be honest. They do look... So what else we got? Dragon Touch, Acaso, yeah, there's loads of non-mainstream ones. Okay, but yeah, I think we're going to call that a day today. Hopefully that helps you. If you have any questions, drop them in chat. I am here live. And thank you to all the regular listeners. appreciate you dropping in. And we're going to call that a day and I'll see you on the next live stream. Take care and see you soon. Bam. That's the Amazon.